Maggie and Kyle are dating and cohabitating. For some reason, they think this gives them the right to advise other people about their relationships, as if they have it all together. I once saw Maggie eat at two Taco Bells in a row, and Kyle has a crippling cookie addiction. If you want my advice, don't follow their advice. Welcome to a brand new episode of Roommate Lovers, folks, where we, a real couple, answer questions about roommates, about relationships, about realtors. Hello, would you like to come inside? It has two and a half bathrooms. Really? Yes. How much does it cost? I'm Maggie, and I'm a glass half full kind of pretend optimist. I'm Kyle, and I got a mug that says world's greatest bod. Really? Does it really? You have a mug that says world's greatest bod? I started that sentence without knowing. So you have a mug that lies. Mm. That came across really mean. I genuinely feel like that was too harsh. Wow. Cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. No, I'm not cutting that yeah, cut, out. Yeah, cut that part out. No. Yeah, cut the part out. Maggie's a dimwad. I mean, I can't believe you were going to throw this out. Oh, my goodness. Right out the gate. So, so what you can't see because this is audio is there's this book that Kyle got from Half Price Books. Shout out to Half Price Books, my favorite store ever. That's called 97 Ways to Make a Baby Laugh. Uh, I wasn't just going to throw it out. I was yeah. just, I was going to give it to Goodwill or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to give it right back to half price books or Goodwill, whatever. But like, first of all, you made me like, <laughs> it's I feel a like, terrible book. No, I, I okay. feel like, let me, no, let, let me, me, let me, me go. finish. Mr. Vice president. I am speaking. Okay. Okay. First of all, I don't know when you got this book, but you bought this book and I became aware of it via you having this book were we first it feels like when we were first i've had dating. that book a long time so let me talk about the genesis i was at a half price book so oh, so you're gonna talk about clearance. how babies get made no oh. but everyone knows it's a bunch of bees team up on a bunch of birds anyways i was in a half price books it was in the clearance section i think it was two or three dollars and says three dollars uh, right here okay three bucks mm-hmm. and i thought it looked funny and uh, so I, I thought I'm going to get it for three bucks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. In, I'm sad to hear you say that opinion. because I would like to go through Fine, the 97 let's, let's ways. See, let's see what's happening. Okay, so it's 97 ways to make a baby laugh. I just love that you had this book. You made me see that you had this book <laughs> uh-huh. when we were first dating. Like, I was like, okay, this is incredible. Kyle just has this book. And then flash forward to us moving to this. I this is finally to California, the, yeah, apparently. Seriously. And like this one was finally the one that broke your back where I'm like, I'm going to get rid of this one book that's like six inches tall. It's I've so gotten tiny. rid of a few books. Yeah, but like this is so funny. It's first first of all, this is dedicated. It says, for my son, Brick. But... <laughs> So that's, that's page one. So I mean, how dare you even that's, consider? Okay. It's a good start. I will. And there's admit, this is a picture start. of the baby. Okay, great. It's I'm a kid. obsessed. It's a baby. It's a baby kid. There's acknowledgments, and I'll read those in my own time. But I'm sure they're good. Wow, they go on for a while. Okay. okay. Number one, the live Jack in the Box. Put dad in a large cardboard box. Then have the family sing the familiar tune. Pop goes the weasel. When he gets to the last line, dad jumps out of the box. Sure. That I mean, one's that's, for you, Brick. That, that's, that's, it's a good game. <laughs> uh, I, I just feel like, I mean, you, you'll, you'll soon find if you read more of these. A lot of these are just like, basically like make a silly face or a loud noise or pop out. I feel like it's not, it's not like inventing the rocket here. Like you don't need this book. Number 38. 
with Latin music playing in the background form a conga line and parade past baby with mom kicking up her heels in front <laughs> and dad bringing up the rear. Oh, this is so dumb. I mean, like, it's just like, you don't need a book to come up with this stuff. It's basically like, just like live your life. Number 25, put baby in a stroller or high chair at the foot of the ramp. Okay. Or staircase. Roll a featherweight beach ball down toward baby beginning on the first or second step, working your way up. The higher you get, the more baby laughs. What? Wait, it has to throw a ball at the baby? Number 80. This one's called the White Clown and Rogue Clown oh, Act. Oh, no. This was a favorite stock routine in French and Italian circuses. Every time the rogue clown bends over to pick up an object, he receives a whack on the rear end from the sophisticated white clown, which okay. interrupts his efforts. Mom and dad don't need the clown outfits to act this out for baby. I mean, that's, uh, this is, see, I'm telling you, they're just like hit each other, make faces, make noise. I just love so, so much that they give us a little history lesson about this one. All right. This was a favorite stock routine in French and Italian circuses. All right. So this is, this is all to say that me and Maggie are having a baby. Don't even joke. It's not happening. No, we're not. Not, not right now. This is a side note on top of a baby's face. It just says, note, a giant plastic bat. Makes a perfect prop, but a straw broom will do. What? This this book is breaking my head. Can we get some questions? Absolutely. Why don't you go that, first, geez, little baby? I, I, can we t- t- toss that book now that you used it for a bit? No, because this is the reaction I got from all the babies. <laughs> that does not sound like babies laughing. It sounds like full-ass adults. Well, babies grow up. All right. Uh, this is from Dear Abby. December 9th, 1960. Oh, Dear Abby question! Dear Abby, my husband lies for his buddy and expects me to do the same. When this buddy's little pregnant wife... (laughs) I know, I love that. (laughs) When this buddy's little pregnant wife wife. (laughs) calls her looking for her husband. It sounds so aggressive. When this buddy's little pregnant wife calls here looking for her husband... I am supposed to say, he was here, but he just left. Then I'm supposed to call a number where this no good chiseling bum is. Chiseling? 1960, Kyle. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. Where this no good chiseling bum is. And I think tell it him, means cheating, right? Okay. Like and he's like chiseling away with his chisel, if you know what I mean? He's like chiseling. If you chisel away long enough, you're bound to find the, the art. Okay. Uh, and tell him. So I'm supposed to call and say his mother is looking for him. Gross. My husband says we're helping to save a marriage, but I don't see it that way. Yeah. My conscience bothers me. What would you do in my place? I would be like, he's chiseling. Quick. Come here, quick. He's chiseling right now. Look. Yeah. Look. Um, I think I think uh, it's bad. I think you're lying. I think it's bad, Kyle Montagna. you're lying. I think this, hey, I don't know. This seems bad. Is this lady still alive? Call her up. Listen, I think, uh, I don't know. This I, is bad. Do you think you could do that? Like, no. Like for a friend. You got to picture like a friend. No. And your friend's like, hey, listen, it's it's not them cheating. It's not your friend cheating, but it's like it's like your friend's friend. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Okay. I, would, I would want myself out of it. Obviously, I don't want to be yeah. in, the, I don't want to create the drama, but I would find some way to like tell them and then have some sort of piece of evidence that couldn't be for me. You okay. know what I mean? So that it's like, I found these pearls and it's like, that's how you know. So, okay, but let's, but let's say this. So you're in this position, like uh, your best friend comes to you like, listen, 
I don't support this really, but we got we got you just got to cover if she calls here, say like that he was just here, right? And they're and you're like, I don't really want to, and they're like, just do it. it it's just you just gotta do it. And the phone rings, you pick up, and they're like, oh, where's Jack? He's cheating. I'm sorry. He's chiseling another woman. He's chiseling he's hard. Chiseling another. He's chiseling woman. hard. It's his chisels out, and he's making statue of David out of it. It's really good though. <laughs> it, the thing about it though is the chiseling is so good. You can hardly. No. It's me. He's chiseling me right now. I'm oh, sorry. Geez. Shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you think that you would like? What would you do in that moment? Would you? Do you think you'd cover, or or you think you'd just like be like, no, he wasn't here, or like, I don't know where he is. I haven't seen him. No, I w- I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I feel like I would. I would just land somewhere in the middle and be like, oh, I don't know. Um, so I'm not lie. sure. I mean, that's as good as lying. It's sort of as I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's lying. You're lying. You're just not saying. You're not saying the lines that the director gave you, but you yeah. are still like sort of living to the like script. You're I think like, I feel. I feel weird. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like I don't know. But I don't know. I think I saw him with his his swinging dick out somewhere around this house. No, the, the Michelangelo doesn't have a swinging dick. It's a. It's a very. Uh, I'm pretty sure Michelangelo uh, had a swinging dick. No, Michelangelo has a very stationary dick. No, that's the statue of David. Michelangelo is a man. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's do the next one. Okay. This question comes to us from Reddit. So my roommate's room is directly above the living room and the walls are really thin, sadly. Sometimes I watch TV late at night when she's in bed, but I will have it on super quiet. But she'll make a comment about it or send me a message. Now, it's starting to get on my nerves as I don't have it on loud at all. I have it so quiet that I can barely bloody hear it. Not everyone... English. Yeah. Brit- Brit- maybe not English, but br- some sort of... Brit- some sort of British sort of dialect. Brit- pat- pat- yes. Not everyone wants to sleep at 10. I feel anxious now whenever I have the TV on a bit late. It's ridiculous. Apparently, she already has earplugs. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't know what to tell hmm. you. I mean, that's just how it goes. You have to, like, she has to go to sleep more than you have to watch TV. You need headphones or something. Yeah, headphones. You're fine. I mean, that sucks, but you're fine. I I, uh, I do find myself, uh, a lot of times you go to sleep before me and, and uh, like, I do want to watch TV. And I'm like, sorry, I'm trying to go to sleep right now. Could you just keep it down? It's really, it's really. I turn the subtitles on is what yeah, I do. Turn the, I mean, that's, yeah, that's not always the answer, but like. Yeah, but it, it's, I get, I get it. But yeah, the head, you just gotta, you just gotta adapt. But it's, you know, it's, it is your home too. It's this weird thing. If I know, but. If you already turned it down. Yeah, but like they need to sleep more than you need to watch TV and you can watch TV other, like it's 2021. Go get your iPad and go in your bedroom, wow. you know, or like some cheap version of an, I don't know. Like move a TV, put a TV in your room. You can find them on the street. Yeah, they, I think that they, if they have their own room, probably then yeah, it's like it's like bingo bango. Just yeah, put it in there. It sounds like you're not being flexible. Like you're like like you're like oh, I have to watch TV here on this huge big screen. Wow. At 11 p.m. You know, it's just that's just how it goes. Yeah, that's rough. Rough, 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 rough. Rough, rough, rough. Rough, rough. This one comes from Alias Shorty from downtown. My boyfriend is the same height as me, and when we first started dating, my friends commented on it. I don't think it's a big deal, but it's come up a couple times and annoys me. What do I say? Yeah, we're twins. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah, runs in our jeans. <laughs> runs in our jeans. We're twins and we date. Who we're cares? We're twins and we date. Who cares? I, yeah, look you at double us. Look down. Look at us. Look at us. We're basically the same. Look at us. Double down. Make it... Uh, Make it more of a thing. I, it's like mm-hmm. that making fun of yourself first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Make fun. Here's what you do. You put on like huge platform shoes and you walk around and everyone's going to be like, you guys are definitely not the same height. 
you're you're di- you're a different height. You're so tall. Isn't it weird that people care about that? It's, yeah. It's like uh, I can't imagine commenting on that. Like I can't even. I'm sure I've seen people or couples who are the same height, and I've never. I have no memory of it at all. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so dumb that people even care. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just it's like there's all these like childhood like weird things like it's just it's just like that thing of like oh s- someone's slightly different from like what i've seen as the standard or yeah. something from all those movies i watch yeah it's so dumb it's like american pie and it's like who cares it's like but you know you grow my up my whole worldview is like based from american pie <laughs> and this doesn't match up with that at all oh yeah get used to disappointment kid uh yeah it's probably my favorite line from star wars an american pie <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize I was quoting Star Wars, but you're right. Um, yeah, uh, it's wait, like, nope. What? Indiana Jones. Does he say get used to disappointment? Isn't it? Kid? No, it's no, it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, I you hate, had it right. I hate when this happens, and we are like, we're nerds, and then it's like we can't remember the simple line. It's fine. Um, but you grow up, and like, it's like these things as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like we never really grew up for a lot of people. I feel it's just like it's like you still have the same basic instinct to be like. Uh, people different than me people different not, not bad bad shame them shame them shame them shame exactly do you know what what this is about to blow the internet wide open what you know rebecca hannah waddington from I, I, this did Ted blow Lasso. my mind i just found this oh, out too oh my god she is that evil nun who is evil to cersei yep, yep. yeah yeah so she says shame she shaves her head she does all that stuff she's like do you repent Yes. Whatever. I forget Game of Thrones. If you I try to block it out. Yeah. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, you got to check out Ted Lasso. It's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. You do got to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Lasso's on. It's good. Hey, Kyle. You know what time it is? What? It's time for me to turn those tables right back in my favor. Turn and the tables. I have It's a, a square trivia. table, though, so it's going to be the same everyone either just, way. Everyone just hold on. <laughs> okay, turn, nice. Turning these tables. Let's switch headphones, too. Okay. Um, I have a trivia question for you. What? Okay. Speaking of Star Wars and being being good at knowing all the answers, who helped come up with the name of Obi Wan Kenobi's home planet? Was it what? Was it A. John Stewart, B. John Lasseter, C. John Favreau, or D. H. John Benjamin? We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Hot Boys. Thank you, Hot Boys. Oh, man, this book is so heavy. Oh, hey, do I have a solution for you? Here at Hull Bombs Book Lightener, we do everything we can to make those books lighter and more transportable. We take off the front cover, the back cover. That's it. It's going to be so much lighter. It's going to help. We're going to save you fractions of pounds every day. Take the top and bottom off of these books. Oh, man. I learned so much in school. I love you, Mrs. Hefferfinger. You were my favorite, and I wish I could go back to that time when everything was nice. I had lollipops. I had a Game Boy. And my best friend was a tire swing named Erica Donner. She loved me a long time, and I never found out till I was old that I was hurt by a man named Bert. And I will never go back to that school again. Because what you don't know will catch up to you. 
So read a book today and learn. We'll take off all the covers. You don't you don't need it. Judge a book by the, the uh, second page. I don't know. If you're just a podcast listener, well, <laughs> I was like you once. And look at me now. I'm engaged. And with the power of Buzzsprout, Kyle and I can both be engaged and do a podcast. What? Mm-hmm. We can do all kinds of things like, you know, join hundreds of thousands of podcasters already using Buzzsprout. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Like, join 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout. That's a lot. Buzzsprout gets your show listened to in every major podcast platform, a.k.a. a podcatcher. And if you follow the link in our show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card, folks. Wow, that's uh, illuminating, Maggie. Buzzsprout, the best way to get engaged. Okay. Um, okay. The question again, Kyle. Are you ready? You don't need to read the whole question. Who helped come up with the name of Obi-Wan Kenobi's home world? Was it A, John Stewart? Was it B, John Lasseter? Was it C, John Favreau? Or was it D, H. John Benjamin? Okay, so the main thing to know here is when did they decide obi-wan's home planet and i honestly don't know i mean i hate to tell you but all these people were alive at the same time so when they came up with it isn't no because like when did, did they come up with this in 1977 1980 sure did they come up with sure. this during the prequels did they come sure. up with this during the the, the new series sure, sure so i don't know what you're saying did you just give me a clue without meaning to? I, I don't think so. I don't I don't think I, I mean I feel like none of these <sighs> people were successful in the seventies, right? Yeah. John Lasseter was around okay, okay. and working with Lucasfilm. Well that's for, that's on me not knowing. Um but he wasn't working with them during any of the Star Wars stuff, I don't think. But yeah, Pixar, you know, got start with like Lucasfilm sort of stuff. Industrial light and magic. Um okay, so let's assume it's not John Lasseter. I mean, Let's, I should say I didn't know that about John Lester, so don't, I don't think I think you're reading into my assumptions a little bit. Let's, I don't want you to get the wrong answer. I don't think it's John Stewart because that doesn't make any sense unless it's a different John Stewart. Uh, John Daly? No, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. Also, uh, he was a baby in 1970. Uh, John Favreau would make a lot of sense if they did it recently. Um, okay, I uh, man, I wish I knew and I don't. Um, I'm going to have to go with, it's Obi-Wan's home planet, right? Obi-Wan's home, Obi-Wan Kenobi's home world. Okay. Okay. I, I, I don't remember anyone ever talking about this and I don't know why I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I don't remember anyone ever talking about this. I don't even remember ever wondering. I don't know why I never wondered until right now. I'm going to need an answer. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Favreau. I'm going to give you a clue. What? And the clue is going to give it away. What? The name of Obi-Wan's homeworld is Stu John. Stu John? Stu John. So it's John Stewart? John Stewart. Is it a different John Stewart? It is not. Well, how is John Stewart involved? It was involved? at Star Wars Celebration, I think in 2010 or something. John Stewart asked George Lucas outright, what's the name of Obi-Wan's homeworld? And, and George Lucas was joking around. I think he's like, oh, it's one of the first things I wrote. It's uh, Stu John. I don't remember And it's now all. canonical. Really? It's actually Stu John. I mean, they might change wow. it in the, in the, who knows what's going to happen with Obi-Wan's show. Well, I, I have to look this up. But I wanted to combine this because we've been watching the Jon Stewart show and a lot of Obi-Wan 
content Jeez. lately. So it felt amazing when I found this out. I'd have to say I'm quite surprised by that, Maggie. Kyle, where'd you go? All I hear is Obi-Wan from Clone Wars. Allow me to look up on my comm link here to see what Star Wars Wiki says. Stujan, according to Star Wars Wiki. This is insane. I can't believe that to be true. Stujan was an astronomical it, yeah, object that was Stujan, home of right Obi-Wan there. Kenobi, a male human this Jedi master so between mad. 32 and 29 BBY. Kenobi found his Padawan Anakin Skywalker. All right. Okay, let's just let's just stop doing. He told his Padawan Anakin Skywalker that he did not remember leaving his. Home that world. mutt's never going to be in the movies, kid. <laughs> that mutt's never going to be. That was going to want to see a mutt on the big screen. Hey, if you would believe in that mutt, then I don't believe in you. I'll do everything in my power to stop that mutt from ever being a star. You'll never be a star. That mutt's trash. Flash forward, the mutt is now winning an Oscar for best dog. I guess I was wrong, but that mutt rubs me the wrong way. I have no regrets. This question comes to us from you guessed it. Another Dear Abby from 1960. Wow. This one's from, this one has a specific date. December 9th, 1960. Dear Abby. Dear Abby, I went to a card reader who told me my lucky number is three. I know she is right. Because on the 3rd of September, I met Louie and I fell for him right away. Okay. This card reader said I would find happiness with the third man I fell in love with. And she was right again because Louie is my third big love affair. (laughs) He has been married twice before. See, I am lucky three. Okay. I want to know if you think I'm putting too much trust in the card reader. She described Louie to a T and she never even saw him. And everything in my past happened just like she said it did. My brother says I'm plum nuts. Which one is it? Plum or nuts? You got to decide. Looks like she's plum nuts. Oh. Because she's all in on this number three. Let lucky me number say, three. Lucky number three. Let me say this. If you're going to pick a lucky number, it's a lot easier to find correlation if you pick a low one. You know, if That's you pick like so two or three or four, it's like yes. you're going to find it. Yes. Call me when your lucky number is 844. I'm, he's the 844th man I had a, a torrid love affair with, and I'm his 844th wife. Look, uh, I'm all for following the, the, the clues, all right? Follow, f- follow, follow the path. The, the path. But... Uh, but you know, I think three, it's like you're, I think you're finding it. And honestly, I feel like it's going to lead you down the wrong way to be like, oh, this is his third marriage. So it must be perfect. And it's like, maybe not. Wait, you said my lucky number is three. That makes sense. You see, Louis, the third man who ever looked me in the eye on the three train. <laughs> okay. And then I ordered three chocolate croissants over at the bakery, uh, Trois Croissants. Trois Croissants. And then you see, Louis said hi to me. Three times. Hello. 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 She's right. I'm uh, not plum nuts. Good to know. Wow. That was a trailer for the new movie coming out. It's called Three After Four. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense as no, a title, but, but it is a... You have to watch it for it to make sense. You have to watch it to make sense. It's one of those. Wait till you get to the end. Cal, would you ever go to like a card reader? You know, do like... So I, I, f- I, I actually answer, just like, passed a shop today that I thought looked cool. And, oh. and I was like, but it's like a tarot card place. I'm like, yep. I'm not going in. Yeah. I can't. No, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to shit anything. I don't, yeah. I honestly don't know what I'm talking about. I haven't even given it a fair shot. Wow. But hang on. Hey, future Kyle, who's editing this podcast. Could you give me a, just sort of like a little clip of you saying, I don't know what I'm talking about so that I can put it on my phone and cl- click it whenever I want. I honestly don't know what I'm talking about. I say that a lot. I'm, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I, I don't have any experience with it, but I just, I feel like it's not, it's not my bag, baby. No, you no, know, no, no, it's, no, no. Uh, me neither, me neither, me yeah. neither. No, 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 I remember, no. uh, geez, I mean, I haven't thought about Miss Cleo. Like, do you remember that? Like those commercials that used to come on TV? Do, do you not remember Miss Cleo? Mm-mm. You were probably overseas at this time. I feel like it was like seventh grade for me or something. Like it was just this lady at, on late night TV. A lot of time you'd see like infomercials for like, call Miss Cleo. And she'd like, 
answer the phone and like say these things about your life oh you know it's like a 1-800 number or 1-8-8 or whatever the fuck oh i I see you're calling me from toledo how did you know oh uh, uh, miss cleo how did you know i am not gonna do a miss cleo impression (laughs) (laughs) okay that's probably for the best i don't know who she is but based on your reaction right now i don't think i should hey kyle yeah i see in your future that you will not do a miss cleo impression we're learning a lot, and that's a trailer for the new movie. Kyle is out of luck. Number 41, the magnet trick. You've done it before. Now do it for baby. Place a metal object such as a spoon on baby's high chair tray, drag a magnet under the table, and the object appears to move unassisted. That's, that is pretty good. Who's done that before? What are you talking about? You've done it before. It's a, I love it right there you've done it before just fucking do it again for your baby you fucking idiot you've done yeah. this hey you've done this a thousand times who wrote this book oh i don't know but it's for my son brick okay well uh brick by brick we all fall down hey you thanks for listening Wow, very aggressive, Hey, thanks Maggie. for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. Um, you can find uh, more stuff from me and Maggie uh, on the website. You go to makeitupmedia.com slash roommates. There you can uh, find ways to ask us questions anonymously. You can find old episodes and other sorts of goodies on the site. Tell a friend to listen to this or you're or you're like twin or someone tell someone sure yeah who you think would like it yes in utero play this for your twins in your uterus (laughs) that you're giving birth to that's what i guess i was saying Mm -hmm. you said twins and i said in utero i don't know why Mm -hmm. well Uh, that's where they come from you know yeah you can find us on social at roommate lovers um and you can give us a call leave us a voicemail uh it is 989-44-ASK-RL I'm Maggie. I'm Kyle. Be nice. Be cool. Oh, hey, uh, Jessica. Yeah. Oh, man. I have so many questions, but I don't know how to uh, ask them. How, what do, do you have a recommendation? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Um, it's going to cost you. If I, I, I don't just give out free advice. What is it? It's going to cost you $100 an hour. What? Mm-hmm. That's not what I was getting at when yeah. I started this. Well, that's what it's going to cost you if you'd like me. To, I'm, I'm going to actually go because I don't see you going reaching for your wallet. Is there a free number I could call to ask maybe a podcast? If you wanted that, I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to charge you money if you want to know the number to call the podcast for lovers. Oh, oh, look, I just found a, business card in my wallet what? i'll read it out loud for you and everyone uh it's 989-44-ASK-RL. all right well this was a house call so this i'm still gonna charge you some damn of it